Welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with inspiring hustlers. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Healthy Hustlers. I just wanted to start this episode by sending you all so much love. I really hope that you are doing okay at the moment. It is crazy, crazy times right around the world. We are all in this together. So I really thought today I wanted to bring you a high vibe episode to just bring some positivity back into your life. I think podcasts and books and music right now are such important tools to keep our mindset really happy and healthy. So I hope this episode does just that for you. Um, A few things from me Obviously, like every other small business, I'm navigating what my business now looks like. I'm unable to do podcast recordings in person. And if you've been following the Healthy Hustlers for a while, you would know that I do do all of my recordings in person. It's something I really pride myself on for the quality of the show um, to keep it to the highest possible standard. And obviously, that is something that I'm actually unable to do now. I've tried to get around it in different ways, getting my guests into studios and obviously restrictions are continuing to be placed and the health and the safety of everyone right now is the most important thing and I am choosing to stay at home and to self-isolate. So we are having to conduct, I'm having to conduct some of my interviews online to continue to keep content coming to you guys. So please understand at the moment, the quality may not be as high as usual, but you know, we're all in this together and I'm just hoping to get as much positive and happy content into your ears as possible. So today's guest has come onto the show to do exactly that. So today I'm chatting to the beautiful Dara Hayes, who is known to most as DJ Tiger Lily. She has been a guest on the show before um, and we spoke about her journey and her career path. But today we're really focusing on conscious living and a low-tox life. I think empowering you guys right now to make conscious living decisions is incredibly important and I really hope to be able to do that that for you and to help empower you to make the right decisions. I think it's exactly what our planet is asking us to do. So I hope this episode does exactly that for you. Um, I also wanted to let you know that I'm putting some extra content on my Instagram, which is at the healthy hustlers. Hopefully a few times a week, I'll be sharing my healthy recipes via IGTV. So if you'd like to get some inspiration and some really nourishing meals to be fueling yourself and your family with at the moment, I'd love you to jump over to my Instagram and give it a follow. I truly believe that our food can be our medicine and all of these meals I have created myself to optimize the healthiest possible home life. So I hope you enjoy them and I hope they provide some inspiration and some nourishing time around the table for you and your family. So let's get into today's episode. I hope you love this one and if you do, please leave the show a five-star review. Introducing Australia's newest feel-good place for all things health, beauty and wellness. Beautifullyhealthy.com.au is here. Your new must-go-to shop for all your health, beauty and wellness needs. Hello, lovely Dara and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. How are you today? Hi, Maddie. I'm really, really good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I should actually be saying welcome back to the Healthy Hustlers because you've been on here before. (laughs) Take two. Yeah, exactly. So I'm super excited to chat to you today as always, but I won't lie, I'm a little bit sad because I was meant to be in Sydney with you today. And so obviously given our current situations that we're facing as a globe, um, we had to postpone that and we're now doing this online. So I guess for any of the listeners, it might sound a little bit different to normal podcast, but stay with us because it's going to be an awesome episode. I'm already so excited. (laughs) (laughs) We've been trying to work out this technology for like the last half an hour, so I'm praying that it works for everyone. And I really hope you guys appreciate this episode because we've gone to massive lengths to make it happen. So, um, But yeah, how are you at the moment? It is crazy times that we are all facing and I'm sure there's, you know, like everyone, a lot of fear and anxiety. So how are you holding up? I'm doing pretty well, thank you for asking. It's um pretty difficult because I've obviously lost all my work financially. So I'm very lucky that my boyfriend uh, still works. He works in construction, which is actually very lucky that they're still working, which is awesome. 
But yeah, it's quite problematic financially to go from earning X amount of dollars a week to zero. And I um, have staff that I employ and all that kind of stuff. And I don't particularly want to let them go. So yeah, financially, it's quite a stressful time at the moment. That's for sure. But I do feel very lucky that I have people around me who can support me financially. So I definitely am counting my lucky stars at the moment and just trying to focus on the positives because we can get so bogged down with the negatives at the moment. And I know a lot of people who are so anxious and so stressed and so panicked and it really does absolutely nothing um, nothing to help you if you're looking at the negatives and panicking and inducing those anxious feelings. So heads are high and the vibes are good over here. <laughs> oh, good. I love hearing that because it is, it's, it's such uncertain times and it's very uneasy feeling, I think, for most of us. And I think one thing I I'm finding comfort in is that we're actually all going through this together, like every single person in the world. How crazy is that? Like we've we've probably never experienced something like that when we're all going through it at the same time. So, you know, I'm trying to find a bit of comfort in that, that we are a collective and we're doing this together, but it's so easy to kind of, I guess, let that financial pressure take over a little bit because I'm, you know, in the same situation as you of, you know, a lot of work's been pulled and now I've had to postpone trips and all of things that you're so excited for. And all of a sudden it's just like, okay, it's not going to happen. But I think staying in a positive mindset at the moment is just so important. Yeah, totally. And it's been really awesome to see the community come together the way it has um, and to see how the online community has come together to really support everyone. And I know that like everyone is trying to be as lenient and as flexible as possible when it comes to bills being paid or rent being paid or people providing food and um, forward buying meals for others, all these kind of awesome initiatives that we've seen started up because of this. So there are lots of positives. It's so true. And I think, you know, especially with the online stuff at the moment, there's so many people putting out such beautiful kind of inspiring content. And that's the stuff that we want to see people consuming to, you know, stay really positive and happy during this time. I would like to start out, I know we've started our conversation, very nice, which I've loved. But one thing I do love <laughs> asking my guests, um, because I, and I think it's really important at the moment is, is how are you prioritizing your self-care at the moment? And what, what is kind of one of your self-care practices that you've been really prioritizing this week? One thing for me that I have been prioritizing this week is meditation. I actually really fell out of touch with meditation last year for various reasons. And this year I kind of threw myself straight back into it. I use an app called Headspace, totally not sponsored or anything like that. Um, but I just really, really like that um, the guy's voice. And I actually learned to be mindful using that app years and years ago. So I have been making time for that every day, even though it's just 10 minutes. It just makes such a difference yeah. to the way I feel and the way I function and even um, my productivity levels for the day when I do it in the morning or even, you know, after lunchtime, I feel like the next few hours are really filled with productivity and um, awareness. Uh, And he does give you um, in this app a lot of really great tips for maintaining consciousness and awareness throughout your day, which I think is so important at this point in time. Yeah, I love that so much. I think meditation is kind of one of the best things that we can be incorporating right now. And I know a lot of people are always like, oh, I don't know how to meditate, but exactly what you said, the Headspace app is so good or Calm. Mm -hmm. I think there's a Calm app. Like there's so many amazing ones online that basically teach you how to do it. So then there's such good tools to kind of have in your back pocket to bring out at any time when you do need them or you get that rush of anxiety. 100%. And even if you don't want to pay for an app like Headspace or Calm, there are so many different free meditations on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook. So there are so many resources that are totally free if you have internet connection as well. So if you're not wanting to pay for it at this point in time, jump on YouTube and type in like free guided meditation and there will be so many options. Yeah, that is such a good tip. So I guess with um, everything that's happening at the moment and, you know, the, the fear and anxiety that is surrounding us, how are you kind of prioritizing your own personal health goals? My personal health goals haven't really changed. The one thing that I am really leaning into at the moment is to listen to my body. And obviously it's quite a stressful time. I've been a bit stressed, a bit anxious, 
I also do have my period at the moment. <laughs> so I've been, you know, eating <laughs> a little yeah, <laughs> eating a little bit more chocolate, drinking a little bit more wine, but actually really enjoying that and understanding that it is a little bit of a stressful time. And so, you know, baking, I made a really delicious pineapple upside down cake the other day, totally vegan, which is so crazy. It was delicious, but like, I wouldn't normally do that. So making the time to spend, you know, baking and enjoying food has actually been a little bit of a priority for me in the fact of slowing down and respecting my body's need to slow down. But on the same point as that, I know how important my health and my exercise and my wellness is. And so every day without fail, I've also been doing green smoothies. And I've actually kind of, since I last spoke to you, I've come up with this or found this new recipe that I absolutely swear by. I found it online from a girl called Dr. Rhonda Patrick. She's not actually vegan. And usually I don't like you know, being a crazy ass vegan like I am, I wouldn't normally follow advice from someone that wasn't actually vegan. But I have a huge amount of respect for this woman. She's so intelligent and she provides really great nutritional advice. And she's developed this thing just called a micronutrient smoothie. So in the smoothie is banana, apple, blueberry, kale, spinach, rainbow chard, tomato, cucumber, zucchini, carrot, I threw in some green beans today and some broccoli. Oh, my goodness. Yep. And then uh, Brazil nuts, almonds, walnuts, and avocado. And so you literally throw pretty much just the whole crisper into your Vitamix and blend it all up. I know it's a lot. (laughs) I actually add in two medjool dates as well. Yum. Yeah, it actually tastes really good. If you add in the dates and you keep the banana um, really ripe, it becomes like a sweet green smoothie. And I've been having this absolutely every single day. And for me, I noticed a massive difference to my energy, my skin, my gut health, just absolutely everything. I went and got a blood test the other day and like all my levels came back really great and I honestly think it is to do with wow. these smoothies yeah because they provide you with the bulk of your micronutrients you're getting pretty much everything you need in the day in one big ass smoothie oh my goodness I need to get onto these because my blood levels are not great at the moment my energy has been so whacked really? um, since I had my daughter yeah, yeah and more moving towards more of a plant-based lifestyle like we I'm definitely not fully but I don't eat red meat anymore Mm. Um, and that's been a huge thing for me, for my body is like learning to adapt to how I can, you know, put those extra levels of iron into my body without having the red meat because I was eating a lot of it, especially while I was pregnant because I was really, really incredibly iron deficient. Mm. So I, you know, had to prioritize it during, but it's not really something that I wanted to be doing because environmental reasons for me is, you know, why I choose not to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So trying to find things now to incorporate in my diet so that I don't wake up. You know, like some days I'll still get you know seven eight hours sleep and I just wake up and feel like I could sleep all day. It's so crazy. Yeah. Um, I definitely need to try that. Have you had an iron transfusion? No, but that is my next step. Absolutely. Yeah, I had one of them two years ago when my iron levels were really low my levels were literally at like six and they're meant to be at like 150. <laughs> I can't oh, believe wow. I was, it's like really bad. And I got an iron transfusion and ever since then my um, iron levels have been awesome. And I do still supplement with an iron tablet, but um, yeah, I've had no problems with like maintaining those levels um, nice and high. Yeah. So I can't recommend the transfusions enough. I think they're really awesome, especially for women. Yeah, Definitely. I think you really also need to listen to your body. And I think the thing is your body will tell you all the answers if you literally just ask it. And I always thought that this was kind of a really wacky concept when I used to listen to things like Deepak Chopra and, you know, those kind of guys who are really into turning to your inner voice. And anyway, I tried it one day and I kid you not, I got answers straight away um, from my body about what needed to happen. And listening to my body has just been game changing, really. It's yeah, I I really feel like this point in time with where we are in the world with everyone slowing down and 
being fired or not having much to do, it's a great time to stop and listen to your body and actually learn to speak to your body because we really just don't listen so much. Absolutely. And we miss so many of the signs and the cues that our body's constantly giving us. I think that's, yeah, a major thing as well. Yeah, for sure. Back onto the question, apart from the green smoothies, what I've been trying to do every day as well is just to do some form of exercise because I think that it's so easy for us to slip out of routine at this point in time when, you know, we're meant to be self-isolating. So I've been doing at-home workouts, which has actually been really fun with my boyfriend. Or oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and I've been um, doing handstands in the backyard and then we've also been <laughs> taking our dog for like walks and runs, but obviously just the two of us um, and just trying to go to parks that are pretty quiet, which has been a real good get out as well especially for like your mental health yeah and I think that's one of the biggest things in all of this is ensuring that we are protecting our mental health because you know that is probably going to be the one one of the first things that is really affected from this stress and anxiety Mm -hmm. so really making sure that we are aware of when you know you're in that real funk or you're in that negative mindset and learning to kind of shift that quite quickly yes agree is there any kind of like tools or tips that you've been doing to really shift that mood quickly if you feel it coming on? Definitely. Okay. You're going to laugh. My boyfriend is like my guru. I swear he was born into a state of yoga without even knowing it. <laughs> so when, whenever I'm in a funk, he always says laughing and dancing or like laughing and movement is like a great way to shift your energy. So like he makes me or not makes me, but he's like, go on, put on some music, have a dance around the house. So whenever I'm in a, like a funk and I've been pretty good lately, but at the start of the year, I think being very busy and, um, just a bit overwhelmed with work. I was getting into a funk a little bit more. And so what I would do, I'd put on my favorite tune and I'd just jump around the house with my dog singing it. And I kid you not, 99% of the time it works and it really shifts your energy to something that's so much more positive than what it was. Oh, I love that so much. (laughs) I honestly think that seriously, like music and dancing and that is so powerful, isn't it, for shifting the energy. We're the same as soon as there's like a bit of a like yuck vibe in our home or like Ryan will get home from work and just had a really stressful day. And, you know, because I'm home with our daughter a lot, he'll get home and I'm just like a million miles an hour asking questions. (laughs) He's like, okay, I think it's time for some music because we all just need to dance. And it is, it's so powerful. I love that you've said that. Yeah, I really encourage everyone at this point in time to make a good vibes playlist, um, you know, of songs Absolutely. that just yeah come on and you love. Like the other day I was going for a jog and um, Freedom by George Michael came on and I was just, oh, I love that song. I, I was running and singing and people were looking at me like, this girl is fucking crazy, but like just such good vibes. I love it so much. <laughs> that is so good. I love that song so much. And Macy Gray, do you listen to Macy Gray? Oh, I've not listened to Macy Gray in years. Oh. My goodness, she has got oh, I, the uh, the song is on the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember what it is. But it is it gets me out of a funk every time. She's just got like that really deep, like funky voice mm. that you're like, yes. How could I ever be like down listening to you sing? Oh <laughs> so I'm gonna have to listen to some Macy as soon as I jump off this podcast. Oh, good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> So you are such an advocate for you know conscious living and plant based lifestyle. Mm. But a lot of people know you more as DJ Tiger Lily. Yeah. So I love that you call that your double life. I know I've seen on your Instagram, double <laughs> life as DJ Tiger yes. Lily. And, and our first um, <laughs> healthy conversation that we had together was very much about, you know, your own personal journey growing up and then I guess your career as DJ Tiger Lily. But I really want to kind of dive a bit more today into your conscious living work and plant-based lifestyle. And I'd really love to understand where that passion came from? Well, actually, it's funny. So when I went vegan about four and a half years ago or four years ago, I obviously started to notice um, really massive positive shifts in my body, both physiologically and energetically. And as a result of seeing all these positive changes in my body, I decided to dig a bit deeper into what I was actually doing. Because at that point in time, I had just changed my diet to a plant-based diet. I hadn't actually changed 
my lifestyle to a vegan lifestyle because there is quite a big difference between a plant-based diet and then a vegan lifestyle. So I started watching some documentaries and listening to podcasts and, you know, just learning about what I was doing and what veganism was. And through that, I watched a lot of like really horrific content about what actually happens in abattoirs and slaughterhouses and on farms and what we're actually putting in our bodies when we consume animal product and physiologically what it's doing to our bodies when we, um, you know, put the animal product into our bodies. And I was just initially just so shocked because Mm. like, obviously we're just told lies from these big marketing companies that want to sell us these products. And it goes from everything. It's not just food. It's like, you know, our technology, it's um, cosmetics, it's everything. Right. But food, obviously we all eat three times a day, hopefully, and Mm. we're consuming a lot of it. So it is a very big part of our lives. And so I became, I think, very frustrated and very upset that I wasn't told the right information as a child and that my parents weren't told the right information and that our society, we haven't been taught what is good and what is bad. And like there's so so much craziness and so much horrific death and abuse going on, not just to the animals, you know, from humans to humans. And for me, I became so passionate from obviously an animal rights perspective, but then also from a health perspective, wanting humans to be empowered, to be able to make the right decision for their health. And then of course, also the environmental perspective of veganism and a plant-based diet. So the more I learned, the more I became passionate because with the more I learned, the more information I understood about what was actually happening. And I realized actually how bad the situation was and like how much we're stuffing up our bodies and the planet and you know the fact that we kill something like five to seven trillion animals every single year is like just I don't even know how to think about that number you know it's just crazy yeah absolutely and I think that's probably one of the keys here is education and like educating yourself on what is actually going on and what we're actually consuming because that is one of the biggest things that we let slide because we're all so busy and we're so consumed with what's going on in our everyday life that we're actually not even focusing on the number one priority, which is the food that we're fueling our body with. So I love that you, you know, dug so deep into that and really empowered yourself to be making educated decisions. I totally agree though, the more that you watch and read, the more you just start thinking, how are we consuming this? Like, how have we come so accustomed to consuming this every day? And I think it's the same with, you know, with skincare and like toxic ingredients in our home and all of these things that we're just so used to using and we don't think twice about it. And it's not until you start to really question those things and to do your own bit of research that you go, oh my goodness, like, this is all going into our body. Like we wonder why we're stressed. It's not necessarily the stress that's being placed on us at work. Like we're putting all of this stress into our body because our body's having to work so hard to fight most of it. So yeah, I I just love that you're so passionate about it and you're such a voice in this space. It's, It's incredible to see. So I guess more on the low tox lifestyle, did that, was that, I guess, just kept evolving from becoming plant-based because that's something you're super passionate about? Yeah, for sure. Um, it did definitely evolve from the plant-based lifestyle, which evolved into the vegan lifestyle, which then evolved into me looking at all the other areas of my life and thinking, hmm, how does this line up with my beliefs? And I really didn't realize that there were thousands, actually probably millions of chemicals like in my home that I was putting on my skin, putting on my body, cleaning with, using absolutely every day. And, you know, being a DJ and having to do myself up a couple nights a week and go into clubs and all this kind of stuff, I was thinking, shit, I wonder how much chemical exposure I was having or I am having Mm. and where can I decrease the amount of chemical exposure that I'm having. And I think before I like dive into this, I think it's really important to note that we can never be perfect. You can never be the 
perfect vegan. You can never be the perfect chemical-free person. You can never be the perfect plastic-free person because we live in a society that makes it really difficult to be perfect. But what I just try and do and how I look at it is to try and do what I can when I can. And so with the low-tox living, um, I fell across essential oils and how I could use them to replace all my household cleaning products and a whole heap of my beauty products as well. So for me, even though I still use makeup and I do still sometimes use like um, commercial perfumes, I do still have a spray tan, even though it's a natural spray tan. There are still things that I am consuming that do have chemicals in them. Oh, champagne. Definitely don't forget about champagne. That's an important one. (laughs) But like, um, for <laughs> priorities for the most part absolutely yeah <laughs> for the most part like we are really trying to be chemical free in our home and in our house so like for example I use my essential oils for the dishwasher for the laundry for doing any sort of washing up for doing any sort of stain removal or cleaning whether it be kitchen mirrors bathrooms floors dog shampoo, human shampoo, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, I, like, have um, essential oil-based deodorant, which pretty much is just bicarb soda, coconut oil, and essential oils. I use them on my skin, on my face, as perfumes. And then, of course, lately I've been focusing so much on immunity, obviously with all the coronavirus stuff happening. And so I've – Yeah, I've got a really beautiful immunity roller that I've um, made up that I put on the base of my feet and the back of my neck every night. And I um, do some gargling just with some water and one of my essential oils every morning instead of using, say, like a Listerine. I love that. Yeah, because this this essential oil, I actually have it in front of me now. It's called Thieves and it's so beautiful. It's a blend um, that I use by the brand of essential oils that I buy and it has clove in it, lemon, cinnamon, uh, eucalyptus and rosemary. And so all those different oh, um, wow. essential oils, yeah, are really good at, I suppose, supporting immunity and helping your body, I suppose, be as strong yes. as possible. And that's what we should be prioritizing at the moment is really boosting that immune system because that's what's going to give us the best chance at, I guess, fighting this virus. So it is really important that we are prioritizing those things. Have you been incorporating any new foods into your diet that are helping to boost your immune system? Not really, because I generally have a pretty good diet anyway. Um, We have lots of spices like with turmeric and garlic and onion and all that kind of stuff, which is great for your immunity. Um, I have been actually drinking some of the citrus essential oils. So I just put like one drop in like a big one liter bottle of water. And that's um, a really potent, I suppose, essential oil, which does help to promote support of your immune system. And then as I said before- Yeah, doing my green smoothies every day has been really great. And then I've also been turning to teas quite a lot in the evening, which has been really nice, I suppose, just to kind of calm me down and like help me get a really nice sleep, which, you know, we know how important sleep is for rebuilding and supporting your immune system. Absolutely. I feel like a warm, like a hot tea at nighttime is it's like a really nice signal to your body that, okay, it's time to wind down now and to really relax. Mm. Um, I think it's really funny having my daughter because she's only six months now and figuring out, like, I guess seeing things from her end uh, or, you know, or her life now is like how much things are triggers for what's next. So for example, like, you know, having a shower for her, she has a shower with my husband every night. Mm. And the next thing after that is her bottle and then a book and then bed. And it's actually, it's just really interesting watching those triggers because she knows what's coming next. And then for bedtime is just such a natural progression because then she's just hits a pillow and she or you know hits she doesn't have a pillow yet sorry but hits the cot (laughs) (laughs) and she's you know straight away goes to sleep and it's it's actually reminding me how much we've grown up having those triggers to what the natural next progression is so whether sometimes when our life becomes so busy we forget 
you know, that they are triggers for our body to know what's next. So I think really calming your your mind and your body at night with something like a tea and dimming the lights and stuff is just such a reminder for your nervous system to be able to relax and know that sleep is is the next thing. Absolutely. And I think at this point in time, um, it's so important for people to be focusing on sleep. I'm the biggest sleep head. Like, Lately, without DJing, because I've had no work, I've been sleeping like 10 to 11 hours a night. It has been fantastic because my body is just, you know, able to sleep all at once. It's amazing. (laughs) No wonder I'm so energized. I'm so jealous of you. I know. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. No. Oh my goodness. I love hearing people getting sleep. It was so funny. My girlfriend wrote in our um, group chat this morning, oh my God, my baby slept eight hours. And then a few of us were like, oh God damn you. And I'm like, no girl, celebrate that sleep. We should all celebrate sleep when we get it. It's the best. (laughs) Absolutely. I don't know what I'm going to do when I have kids because I, obviously being a DJ, I'm used to being sleep deprived, but it would only be for two nights a week, maybe maximum three nights a week. So I don't know what I'm going to do when I have kids and I'm sleep deprived every night of the week. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. You actually just become so used to it. And I'm lucky George is quite a good sleeper, but still like, I just feel like my life now, I just have to get used to being tired because I was like you, I could sleep. Like Ryan used to joke that I would like sleep for Australia. He's like, oh my God, you could (laughs) sleep for our country in the Olympics. You're so good. And so I was so scared about having kids. But you end up just, yeah, you just do it. It's so crazy. I, I swear you get this extra like lot of superpowers when you become a mum and things that you never used to be able to do, you just do. Like it's crazy. Totally. Um, <laughs> so I guess on your personal lifestyle choices, how do you kind of manage those with the expectations that are placed on you from a career perspective? We'll be right back after this healthy break beautifully healthy and exciting destination for online shoppers who are passionate about their health and beauty. As an online health, beauty and wellness community, you'll benefit from the range of relevant on-trend brands at affordable prices, personalized offers, gifts, specials, and rewards. You'll also have access to rich content and easy to navigate web pages to make your shopping experience simple and easy. It's the feel-good place for all your health, beauty, and wellness needs. So hustle your way to beautifullyhealthy.com.au and register. That's all you need to do to receive a $20 gift voucher. I have had to really make some sacrifices in my career, and I don't think a lot of people know that because I don't really talk about it that much because obviously it's not a really fun topic to talk about, like sacrifice and expectation. But it got to a point, which I think I spoke to you girls about briefly um, in our last podcast, where I was pretty unwell from like over traveling, over partying, over touring, just running my body into the ground. And I had to make a decision back then what I was going to prioritize. Was it going to be my career or was it going to be my health? Um, Because at that point, there was no way that I was going to be able to prioritize both. And I'm so glad that I chose my health, which meant doing less international shows. It meant saying no to gigs and a lot of gigs. I used to play, you know, four or five nights a week and I said no to everything except for two nights a week with, you know, multiple weekends off to rest completely. So that was the the like initial sacrifice, I suppose. Um, and now I've reached a really great point of balance where I've been able to maintain a really great work-life balance um, for the last couple of years, I suppose. But it definitely is still very difficult in that there is still a lot of travel. Like I travel more than most people do. And I still do really need to make sure that I am focusing on my health. People expect me as a female DJ to, you know, rock up to the club, be energetic, be happy, look good, feel good, bring the energy, bring the vibe. And there's only one way I can do that. And it's if I'm healthy and I'm feeling good. And so it's actually become part of my job to look after my health and look after myself and make sure I'm feeling really good. Because if I'm not feeling great physically and mentally, then there's like no way that I can do my job to the best of my ability. And I'm 
really glad that I figured that out early because I think a lot of DJs in particular struggle with that, especially because our careers are really closely linked to a lot of travel, a lot of loneliness, um, a lot of alcohol, a lot of late nights, which obviously leads to like, you know, eating bad food, poor sleeping patterns, et cetera, et cetera. So it's been a pretty interesting road and it definitely has shaped my career in a way that I didn't see it shaping my career. Um, but I'm really grateful for the way that it has shaped my career because right now, even with no work in the foreseeable future or for the next six months at least, I'm still busy doing, you know, the charity stuff on my Our Purpose page or I'm at the moment excitingly hopefully going to start up a new kind of vegan side hustle business. So there's always a lot of stuff that I can be doing and that I'm really passionate about doing and that wouldn't have eventuated if I didn't kind of go down that health-focused route back in the day. Yeah, I love that. And I think people can take a lot from that because no matter, I guess, what industry you're in or, you know, what your passion is that you're doing, we all have to make sacrifices at some point in time if you do truly want to be, you know, living in alignment with what you feel like you're put on this planet Mm -hmm. to do. I can totally resonate in moments with the podcast of just like certain brands wanting to advertise or, you know, even send product. And I, you know, it's so easy to sometimes just want to say yes to the money and be like, oh, well, they're coming to me. And But, you know, when I sit back and think, no, that does not align with my lifestyle. It's not why I set out to do what I'm doing. And I feel like then it makes the opportunities that you want almost fall into place because you've allowed that space and you've said no to kind of what doesn't align, especially what we're approaching right now in our in the life and our current situation, like we need to become a lot more conscious about our decisions and, and really make sure we are living in alignment, I think, because we now do, we have some precious time back. Like we all have more time to really figure out what it is that one lights us up, but also that feels right to us. Like, you know, how are you consuming your food? How are you nourishing your family? Like, what products are you using? Do they feel right to you or are you just using them because you've always, you know, seen that product marketed on the shelf? So, you're just grabbing it because it's quick and easy. So, you know, I think now is a really great opportunity for people to really dig that little bit deeper. Mm -hmm. I Um, love that so much. And I think the comment that you made about the space opening up for things that are right is so true. I can't tell you how many times I've been approached by um, horse racing or by cosmetic companies that um, test on animals Yeah, and they have shit tons of money. Like mm. I'm talking massive, like <laughs> so pretty much a half someone's salary in like an hour literally like Mm. shit tons. It's crazy. I look at the numbers and I'm like, oh my God, that's the best money I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) And you know what? I always say no. And it sucks from a financial perspective, but you know what? It feels so right. And in every instance that I've said no to something like that, something else really beautiful has opened up in that space for me. And sure, it's never going to be as much money or whatever it might be, but it feels right. And like, I can go to sleep each night being like, shit, yeah, I like did the right thing. And in doing so, like I acted in alignment with my intention and my belief. And I think right now when people do have time to slow down, having a think about how you want to be living your life and like how you want to be spending your time and your energy and, of course, your money, that's such an important one because Mm -hmm. money talks. Absolutely. People don't have the time to think about these kind of things, but now that we do. It's a really exciting opportunity that I think Mother Nature is providing us. She's letting us all go to our rooms and sit in the naughty corner and be like, okay, cool. What have we done? What are we doing? And how am I going to come out of this a better, more conscious human? I could not agree more. And I love what you said about where we're putting our money because it's so true at talks. And I think that whatever we are spending on, we are telling the universe that we value that. So if you are buying the $3 cheap moisturizer on the shelf, like you are actually telling 
the universe that you value that. So that was probably a really huge shift for me was like, okay, I'm going to have to put more money into living this more natural lifestyle, but I value it. So I'm going to put the money into it and hope that it comes in other ways. And it, and it absolutely does. Mm-hmm. And I think that's now that we do have this, this time, we need to really start prioritizing it and figuring out where we're going to put our money, what are we going to cut back on and what are we going to prioritize when we get back to our normal earning capacities and stuff like that. So I guess with everything that is is happening at the moment, I'd love to, from you know a spiritual perspective, really get your personal take or opinion, I guess, on what you think's taking place. Mm, thank you for asking that because I literally just did a post about this this morning. So for everyone that's listening, it might be, I don't know when this is going to come out, but um, I have a very clear idea, I suppose, in my mind of what I think is going on. I think that our earth is just really saying that enough is enough on so many different levels, on like an energetic level, on a physical level, on an environmental level, even on a human level. Um, We are continuing to abuse ourselves and the planet and animals just constantly. And I think it's time that we stop doing that. Um, The post that I did on Instagram was a little one minute video about me talking about the number one takeaway or piece of information um, from this COVID-19 pandemic. And for me, what that is, is that the World Health Organization thinks that this pandemic began because of humans consuming animal product. So they think that it began began in the wet markets in Wuhan. And for everyone that lis- that is listening that doesn't know what a wet market is, it's pretty much a place where humans live in really close proximity to animals that are both alive and dead. And these animals are sold for human consumption and use. So when these wet markets are really unregulated, and then add in illegal wildlife trade. So we're talking snakes and spiders and monkeys and wild cats and all this kind of stuff. When they're all living together and also being killed in a really small space, it provides a really unique opportunity for zoonotic diseases or viruses like coronavirus to jump from the animals into the humans. So that's one of the interesting things about the coronavirus is that it is zoonotic, which means it can jump from an animal host into the human population, which is what it has obviously done. And so for me, that is like mother nature saying, hey, humans, what are you doing? (laughs) You can't Mm. be doing this. This lifestyle is not working for you. You shouldn't be consuming animal product. You shouldn't be having wet markets. You shouldn't be using animals and the environment that I've given you to live in this way. And so for me, it's crazy when I walk into the supermarkets like now and like the meat, dairy, fish aisles are just completely sold out and there's all this awesome vegan food. I'm like, hang on, what the heck? It's like when that that analogy, it's like if the bathtub is overflowing, you don't run to get a mop and a bucket. You turn the tap off, right? You stop the thing at its Absolutely. source. But us humans, we love to mop the floor while the bath is overflowing and we love to cover the bath tap and be like, oh, there's not even a bath tap. Don't worry about it. So for me, I really feel like that's, that's my, but it's my very personal opinion, you know, and they haven't exactly located that that's a hundred percent where it began. They just think it is like incredibly and very highly likely that that's where it began. So even if it didn't begin in the wet market, I think it is a massive wake up call for us from mother nature and from the earth that we need to slow down, whether it's from an environmental perspective to stop traveling so much, to stop using so much pollution and chemicals and all that stuff and, you know, polluting the environment we live in or whether it's we need to slow down and take more time to ourselves. There are so many different takeaways that people could take as a positive from what's going on right now. But I think spiritually overall, Mother Nature is just saying that we need to sit and reflect and make some serious changes in our lifestyle moving forward. Because if we don't, like we won't exist anymore, I don't think. Yeah, I could not agree anymore. And I think you just articulated that so, so well because, yeah, this whole time I've just – yeah, from the very start, I just kept saying, this is 
Mother Nature or our greater source or God or what, whatever it is to you that this stronger, wiser, more powerful thing that controls this planet, just telling us that we have taken this way too far. Mm-hmm. Like we're constantly polluting our waterways. We're mistreating animals. Like we just are consuming more and more and more. We're buying from fast fashion brands and, you know, we're all like, I'm guilty of it. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying that I'm not at all. Like, yeah, we all are I think for sure. Make some, yeah, some drastic changes and all I can hope is that this time that we now all have as a collective, like the whole world has this time to really think about how we can make some conscious decisions and some conscious changes in our life. Like, you know, how can we be more conscious of how we're fueling our body? And, you know, like you, I was so shocked, like when this whole bloody toilet paper rush was happening and I couldn't get toilet paper anywhere, I was just like, so blown away because I thought this is just showing exactly the way that we think as human beings. Like who gives a shit literally about (laughs) toilet paper? If you were stuck in isolation, like what about fueling yourselves? Like I walked into my, to my local organic grocer and the the fridges are full of fresh organic vegetables, absolutely jam packed. Mm -hmm. Yet the shelves of toilet paper and packaged pasta is gone. And I'm like, how are we thinking that if we're going into lockdown, toilet paper is going to save our life if we get sick? Like, seriously, it is kind of one of the last things I would have thought to buy. Oh, I'm my God. Like, oh I know. It actually blows my mind. And I just am like, we need to start thinking more, more wisely and just more about, you know, our bodies are the only place we have to live and we live on this planet. So let's become so much more conscious about our footprint and the impact that we're making in our homes because every change is better, is getting us to, you know, to a healthier, happier planet. So I don't want people to think that, you know, the small changes don't do anything because as a collective, all of those small things add up. So, you know, even things like using Glad Wrap and, you know, all of these things that we just are so accustomed to using, like let's just stop and let's, you know, really make those more conscious decisions. It's like the meme that's like, it's just one coffee pod said 10 billion people. And I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. People freak out when they come to my house because I don't have cling wrap. I don't have paper towels. We don't have all this stuff. And they're like, what do you use? And I'm like, "Um, like a tea towel. And then I wash it. (laughs) Pretty simple. (laughs) It it made me laugh because if anyone saw my tea towel drawer, there's like, 50 tea towels, but it's because that's what I use to clean the benches and to clean everything. And then you put them in the wash. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I I just, it's, I think it's also a Western society problem that we're so obsessed with toilet paper and it's just so ego driven. I don't think that's as much a thing in countries where they're not so blessed with, you know, time and money to ponder their problems. I actually read a really awesome book the other day that I just thought of that I'd love to give a shout out to on um, the podcast. It's actually by a Melbourne guy um, called Hugh Van something or other. Don't know how to pronounce his last name. And the book's called The Resilience Project. And it talks about gratitude, empathy. Yeah, and mindfulness. And it talks about how these three principles are absolutely abundant in non-Western societies. Um, And he draws an example to like this really small village in India that he went to. And these people were absolutely wealthy when it came to happiness and joy, yet they were the poor, some of the poorest people on the earth. And that book has really changed the way that I have looked at things. And so when everyone was madly rushing out to buy toilet paper, I just thought, well, we've got enough tea towels that we could use as toilet paper <laughs> if we needed to. We also have a shower exactly. and a hose. So we're pretty, say, exactly. we're pretty set. <laughs> and so, yeah, if, if, if everyone oh. listening, you should w- read this book. It was like a, it was a good game changer. I think self-help books can get really boring once you've read a couple, but this one is really awesome. It has a nice point of difference as well. I think being written by an Australian young male is, I don't know, you can, you can really understand where he's coming from and like, I don't know, hear his voice throughout it. It's really good. 
So I haven't read the book, but I know a bit about him and I knew that that's how the book came about from that story. And it was really interesting because not long after I found out about him, we'd just been to the Philippines and one of the islands that we were on was like you, that literally they were living basically in swamps, like the the housing. Um, so super, super like poverty. And the kids, we were like riding around on a motorbike one day and, you know, in all the little towns buying food and stuff. And I said to my husband, oh my goodness, look at these kids. Like there was five kids playing on the side of the road. They had like an empty um, coconut that was like half broken and they're playing soccer with it and the <laughs> laughter and joy coming from them was electric like you we just end up sitting there watching them just like you were actually just shows you how simple life can be and how joy and happiness is just so important but can be so simple yet we make it so complicated and so complex in you know western society because of all the things we feel like we need and have to have to bring about happiness. Mm -hmm. And it was such a reminder for me. And I think back to that moment all the time is just like, you know, when I need to remind myself of gratitude and and what we've got here of just, you know, those simple things in life and yeah, just not to overcomplicate it. So yeah, I totally, Mm -hmm. I haven't read it, but I think it would be an amazing book. So thank you for recommending that. And just thank you so much for all your wise words and knowledge. You are such a beautiful inspiration and I love following your journey. So thank you for joining me today. I'm sorry we didn't get to do it in person. (laughs) Thanks so um, much for having me. It's been so awesome. I, I feel like I'm glowing and sitting here like vibrating off the ground. I love having beautiful conversations with people that just get it. And I know that so many young men and women listen to your podcast and it's so exciting because you're providing like such an amazing resource for them to become empowered and change their life and change the lives of those around them. And, oh, it's just so awesome. Good vibes. Oh, thank you so much. I feel the same. I'm like, my cheeks are almost hurting because I'm just (laughs) smiling so much. I'm giving you the biggest like virtual hug right now. Yes. (laughs) Oh, we're dorks. (laughs) Oh, no. Once all the dust settles, I can't wait to catch up with you again. I just absolutely love your energy and everything you're about. So thank you so much for being such a voice in this space. And I guess for any of the listeners who don't already follow your journey, where can they find you? Awesome. So Instagram is kind of the main place that I hang out. Um, my vegan slash conscious living slash clean living Instagram is called our soul purpose with a dot in between our soul and soul purpose. So our.soul.purpose. And then my other Instagram, which is a little bit easier to find is just DJ Tiger Lily. You can also find me on Spotify if you would like to listen to my mix, uh, my music. And I've also got a radio show or a podcast. That's a music podcast that comes out every week on a Tuesday morning at 9am, which you can find on any good podcast app. And I've also got a website that's actually full of a heap of information about mental health, about sustainability, about veganism, vegan recipes, um, local Australian brands that you can support. And we actually have a heap of guest writers on there as well who talk about all different things that they're passionate about, whether it's female hormones or rest or yoga or living a plastic-free lifestyle. There's some really awesome articles um, up on my website as well. And that's just DJ Tiger Lily. Dot com. Love it. I get your newsletters actually. I always love getting a little dose of your healthy inspiration. Oh, thank so you. <laughs> highly recommend signing up to them. So Dara, thank you so much. I cannot wait to see you sometime soon once all this craziness is over. But um stay safe and healthy as I know you will and we will chat soon. Oh back at you gorgeous chat very soon. Thanks so much, honey. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.